0: You know what? Hmm. You
1: got to show me love You got to show me love Wait, I thought this was an episode about 2020. Why are we playing Show Me Love by Robin S.? It's because we got a new patron.
0: Robin S. Literally her name or their name, excuse me, is Robin S. Literally. Is it Robin S.? Are you the one who is saying (laughs) one of my favorite 90s jams? Are you
1: actually showing us love by being our patron? Yeah, because if you are. Thank you. And they are. They are. They're our newest patrons. So shout out to Robin S. Yes,
0: Robin. Sorry we did not get a chance to do that last week.
1: But we're doing it now at the beginning of the episode so we
0: don't forget. Right. We're going to go through all of our stuff. Welcome to Rock Candy. Yay. Welcome. Your weekly podcast bringing you sweet treats from the world's music every week. I'm your host, Maggie. I'm Ashley. And this week, it's the standard operating procedure.
1: Yep. Last episode of the year. The end of
0: 2020. Thank God. I mean, I don't think 2021 is going to change much.
1: It's not, but at least this one shit fucking year is over. Yeah, that's something.
0: And, and we, we have
1: a new patron. So and we have a new patron, okay. which is great. We have friends. Love that. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we have our we health, got alcohol, we have booze. Tonight. I don't. I wouldn't say we have our health because I'm not entirely sure if I have my health. I don't want to know. Yeah,
0: I don't either. I gotta stop going to the doctor because every time I go, they're like, "You're fine." I'm like, "But am I?" But I think am I'm fine. turning into one of those people—a hy- a hypochondriac. No, isn't there another one that's not a hypochondriac? Like, I don't think I have everything I hear. I manifest something in my head, like
1: Munchausens. Yeah, but not Munchausens by proxy. No, you are the Munchausens. Right, right. Yes, sure. It manifests in you. You you haven't projected it onto anybody yet. Correct. Which just wait fine.
0: just wait oh god well that's when you put me out in the pastor. <laughs> anyway yes bring it to the end of 2020 we're gonna do our all our stuff now if you're digging rock candy podcast go visit our website rockcandypodcast.com for more episodes
1: we're doing the episode backwards yeah that's we're so gonna fun. you know
0: what flipping it on its head do you know what 2020 spelled backwards who knows
1: it's what 0-2-0-2. who knows what 2021 will bring fuck it do it all backwards we're doing it all backwards
0: <laughs> yes, we have other episodes that aren't always playlists. We have fun interviews, like the one we did last week, week with Enoch. We have inter, uh, episodes about bands and shit. So, like, yeah, go check all that out. We're part of the Pantheon Pro- Podcast Network, and it's home to a bunch of other wonderful podcasts like Muses and uh, Make It Stop. So, go check out. Yeah, all go the check fun them stuff. out
1: and give them some really good reviews too.
0: Yeah, give everybody. And you know what? Yeah, leave everybody good reviews. It is Christmas. Let's leave it. Nice. cheer and
1: happiness. And if you want to be as cool as Rob and Us, you need to go to our Patreon and you need to give us money. Please. Please. <laughs> it's the giving season. Give us your money. Go to patreon.com slash rock candy podcast and you can fling us some money and we'll fling us some swag. Yeah. And maybe a totally awesome intro. To our podcast, yeah, turns out
0: if you have the same name as an artist we really like <laughs> from the '90s, we will do we will intro do for this you. for you.
1: So yeah, do that. Yeah, <laughs> you can also get some fucking merch because it's the season of getting presents and treating yourself. Yeah. So go to Teespring and search for Rock Candy Podcast, and you will find some really awesome shit like the leggings I haven't gotten in the mail yet. <laughs>
0: I <laughs> the sweet t-shirt I was wearing around yesterday. It's very cozy. We'll post pictures someday. Yeah,
1: someday when Som- I get my fucking leggings in the mail. <laughs>
0: someday we'll be good at social media, maybe. But we'll
1: also be nice to your mail person because they're working hard right yeah, now. Be nice to your mail person. Be nice to your podcasters. Yeah. Give them a nice holiday card with like a Stewart's gas card in it or oh, something. That's nice. Especially if they're a rural mail-, mail carrier because they use their own vehicle. Mm-hmm. Be
0: nice. Be nice, guys. And give us a good review. <laughs> That's all we ask for. That's also nice. Yes. And it's free. It's free. It's so free. Oh, it's super free. And it takes like two minutes. Just plop up a five star and be like, hey, cool, thanks. Yeah. That's all you need to do.
1: Should we start this off by talking about our favorite beverages of the year? Well, I mean, we should talk about what we're drinking right now. Yeah.
0: Then we can talk about our favorite beverages. Okay. Uh, for right now, for this evening, which this would have been close runner up. TBH. Oh yeah. I
1: yeah. mean it's one of our go-tos pretty it's, much.
0: Yeah. So our favorite local buoy rare form. They had put out a delicious coconut lime sour ale called Practically Magic, and it is so smooth. Yeah, they put it in cans this year. So Oh, I'm I think I brought most of the four pack over here. I brought all but one of the four I am drinking three cans right now.
1: There's a lot of magic happening in this room right now. It's burping.
0: It's just burping.
1: <laughs> and I am drinking Kings Highway New York Brute dry cider. Ooh. It's quite delicious. If you like dry cider, which I do, Yeah, then drink it. I mean, how dry do you want it?
0: Dry as a desert. I want, I'm going to make it like, my tongue's going to be like sandpaper.
1: <laughs> yeah, my tongue is sandpaper. Yeah. Can totally give delicious blowjobs right now.
0: Yeah, right? That's how guys want it. Right?
1: Yep. Nice and dry. Nice and dry. Yeah. But
0: yes, as far as my favorite brew of the year, that was a no contest. Yeah. I'm going to say capital N, capital C, no contest.
1: Oh, who is it? Was it was
0: Japas uh, Macho. Oh, yeah. The fucking. First of all, let's talk about how it is a N E I P A. Yeah. And it's I'm a- still into it. Yeah. Guys, this is probably only going to happen once. Yeah. And. An IPA is my favorite beer. And wouldn't you know it, it's brewed by some ladies. Yeah, I think that's why. Yeah. I think it's because a bunch of women who are Brazilian and Japanese got together and were like, we can make an IPA not taste like shit. (laughs) Let's mix it with matcha tea. And you're like,
1: but you you did it. You did it. You did it. They also made a, a sour that we got mm. that I really fucking um, liked. I cannot oh remember the name of it. No. But.
0: Kawa, I think. Right? Or something like that. Sawa. S-A-W-A. Because yeah. it sounds like sour. It's Sawa.
1: It reminds me of Devin Sawa. Oh, Devin Sawa. That's what how are I remember you doing? it. I don't know. What are you doing? <laughs> Hit us up, Devin. <laughs> Devin, what you doing? Where are you
0: at, boy? Oh, yeah, that's that. I mean, hands down, anything Japas makes, I am here for it. Um, been hitting up tap room a lot just to get whatever I can from them.
1: Yeah, my favorite was probably Hudson North. Oh, yeah. toasted pumpkin cider. You were in love with the that. fucking best pumpkin cider I have ever had in my life.
0: I've never seen Ashley think about marriage before, but.
1: I would marry that cider, that cider. Yeah. And I had it once and never found it again. Nope. So if you know where the fuck it's being sold. Yeah. Tell us we will drive. Don't know where it is. Can't fucking find it. I will pay a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) She will pay. She will pay for
0: a $15 just for the growler. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I would.
0: That's not even to fill the growler. That's just for the really fancy growler. It's not even fancy. It's a fucking jug. Weird. What? There's nothing magical about your $15 jug? No. Weird. Mm. But anyway, those are our delicious beers of the year. What are your guys's? Let us know. Let us know. In the comments? <laughs> I don't know. Not sure. Comment know. somewhere. Oh, I'm thinking of YouTube.
1: Yeah. We're not youtube <laughs> right, right guys, now. Ring the bell
0: so you can get notifications. <laughs> don't forget to... Like and subscribe to our (laughs) YouTube channel. Uh,
1: Even though you're listening to this and you've probably already subscribed anyway. So whatever. Yeah,
0: I don't know who's going to listen to this besides people that
1: like us. Yeah. So Mm. they need to like us a lot. Well, if you like us, you're here to listen to what we have to say. So why don't we talk about the best of the 2020s? Yeah.
0: You know, I have to say this year was a weird year for music. Yeah. <laughs> it was Yeah. Um not a ton of full albums. A lot of singles though. Yeah. I think a lot of artists had ample time to be creative. And
1: a lot of like stuff that has probably just been sitting around their studio for a while and they're just like, Well, I don't have anything else to do, so why don't I just Show this to you guys. We're like, okay, I like <laughs> um, them. That. That's nice. Pay a buck for it on Bandcamp, I guess. Not yeah. even. Not even. Sometimes,
0: isn't Bandcamp free?
1: I don't know. I'm so bad at Bandcamp.
0: Uh, I should do more Band. Does Bandcamp actually have no? An app? I
1: I I think so, but I don't think it's free because all throughout the year they've had free days where everything on Bandcamp is free. Oh. So. There we go. We figured it out. Not free.
0: <laughs> We're sorry, band camp people. We should, we'll we get better. You know 2021. We'll, be, we'll get Listen better at band, band camp. camp. You always, it's always good to go in with a goal.
1: Yeah. Right?
0: But not like a stupid one. Like, I'm not going to go to the gym.
1: No. Fuck you. No, I don't want to <laughs> go to the gym. Who do you think I am? A person that moves? Yeah. No. I don't do that. I don't move at all. Nope.
0: But, should, we get, should
1: we get into them? Yeah, I suppose uh, okay. we should get into them. We fucked around enough. Let's get fucked into around. like the best of a bullshit year.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Rock Candy 2020.
1: Best <laughs> of a bullshit year. Exactly. All right. All right
0: you're first gonna one, kick us off. I am
1: kicking it off. So my first one is actually a cover, and it's a cover oh, yeah. of Sad But True by Meta- originally by Metallica but now it's by The Who but not that Who it's a different Who It's The Who Yeah Just like hearing the throat singing. The throat singing is fantastic. It's so cool. I love this band. I'm here for it. I was a little late to the game, but I discovered the Who this year. And that is not the Who as in Roger Daltrey bullshit. (laughs) It is the Who as in the HU. And I will get into why they're called that. They are from Mongolia. And they are billed as a folk rock band band. But I think they are extremely difficult to categorize. Yes. Folk rock, they are not. Jackson Brown, they are not. <laughs>
0: Sorry, Jackson Brown. Sorry, Jackson or Brown. congratulations, <laughs> Jackson Brown. You can keep your
1: title. Yeah, there you go. As you can tell, they are heavily influenced by metal, especially Metallica. And their music tends to be a bit heavier than rock. Right. The thing is, they all play traditional Mongolian instruments. Two of them play the horsehead fiddle, one of them plays a mouth harp, and the other plays a tovshur, which yes. I think is sure sure, <laughs> which is a three or four stringed lute, Ooh. and three of them sing in the style of traditional Mongolian throat singing. That's why it sounds really fucking weird to your ears right now.
0: I think it sounds really, cool. but it
1: sounds fantastic. And it really fits the song. And what a way to breathe new life into a classic metal song. These guys are amazing and everyone needs to check out their album that came out in 2019 called The Gehrig. It's fucking fantastic.
0: I'm sorry. Um, Do they
1: <laughs> yes, pay us the yes, royalties? Lars. Yes, Lars. Do they what um, is it?
0: <laughs> pay us royalties to
1: I'm sorry, can play you stop song? chewing your gum so loud? It's hurting my eardrums. If you're just going to give me
0: an attitude, then I'm a uh, just gonna go eat this bullshit sandwich in the corner by myself. <laughs> Alright, you do
1: that. I'm Gonna call up
0: the who. Okay. See if they paid us royalties. They um
1: don't speak English, but you know, okay, I'm sure. All right. Like none at all. They don't they generally don't speak English. Good for them. Yeah, even when they toured the US last year, they toured with a translator. Nice. So they, don't
0: fucking learn English.
1: Be you like don't Ramm need to. Stein. <laughs> Yes, exactly. I
0: want more bands that come to our country and they're like, I'm not going to fucking learn your fucking language.
1: Yeah. But you don't see bands really come out of Mongolia all that often. Nope. And uh, the fact that they came out of Mongolia and pretty much just were like, here we are. Hey world, and the world was like, yes, yeah, yes, oh my God. come here,
0: please. I would love to see them live.
1: Yeah, they toured last year, and I was not on the bandwagon yet. Yep, we so weren't, we
0: weren't, we didn't have our pinky on
1: the pulse yet. Miss that, but also this was a fucked year for shows, so um, wouldn't <sighs> we'll have been able to see them anyway. We'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll get there.
0: We will get to a, our segment called "Crying" about all the shows we didn't get to see this year. <laughs> But before that, I'll get to my first pick, which is a fucking jam. I'm excited for this one because I
1: dropped the ball on this
0: one. Oh my God. So, my, and it's a more, it is a more recent song in your defense. Like, it only Mm -hmm. came out maybe a month and a half ago. Yeah. I think it was like the end of October, beginning of November. It is Hot Chip, Straight to the Morning. Yeah. There's
1: a pleasure in
0: this fear that we might never see the
1: Straight to the moon
0: I wanna go out
1: dancing
0: everywhere <laughs> And have so much fun right now.
1: God love hot chip. God love hot chip. Cause they they're just so much fun. God damn. Even I think they're fun. Oh my god, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. I listen to them regularly. Yeah, they're great. Who do not identify. They are even on my party playlist, which is a decidedly depressing party playlist. (laughs) Except for hot chip. Except for hot chip.
0: I think you're Fleetwood Mac. That's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, my party playlist is Fleetwood Mac, pretty much. Fleetwood Mac peppered with hot chip. Yep, and some Devin Townsend. You're yeah. like, this is a weird party. He, mixed, he makes a pretty decent party song he every makes, once in a while. He makes some bops, mm-hmm. make makes some jams. But yeah, yeah,
0: no. I heard this song not too long ago and was like, oh, do you remember going out? <laughs> do you remember like getting ready to go out and how much fun that was? Yeah. Do you remember... like? Feeling so fucking pretty and making yourself smell really nice. <laughs> wow. What is my quarantine been? And
1: wearing those earrings you don't get to wear to work because they're just too extra. They're a little too extra. But like sometimes in 2020 you've looked at those earrings and you're like,
0: can I just wear them anyway? Like I know they're yeah. extra, but yeah. it's it's 2020. All that
1: shit I bought in like April because I was home and wasn't doing anything and so i was online shopping because the only excitement we could have was getting something in the mail yeah and then there was like eight months of not being able to wear it oh and still 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 not being able to wear it yeah yeah but yeah
0: give me that euphoric dance jam all day and all night this is a great song to get ready to, or to dance around your kitchen by yourself at 8 p.m. with a can of beer, because it's not like you're going anywhere right now, and your cats and your dog look at you like you're fucking insane. But you're like, I'm already drunk. Don't <laughs> judge me.
1: Yeah, that's me when I'm not listening to true crime podcasts while I'm making dinner and, <laughs> and drinking she's listening to hot Chip Yeah, and drinking and tripping over all my dogs,
0: all the animals. But yes, you can always trust Hot Chip to bring it with the sweet beats, and this time they have them with Jarvis Cocker, best known as the leads. <laughs> Jarvis
1: just, Cocker. Just Cocker. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry, I was like, I can get through this you without Like, nope. no, nope. Cocker. No, nope. Jarvis, <clears throat> Jarvis Cocker. Sorry, Jarvis Cocker. Okay, I'm done. Okay. He's best known as the lead singer of UK '90s band Pulp. Oh yeah. Which cool. I didn't know. They sang that song, Um, Common People. Sure. I want to be like Common People. I don't know. I just knew it because, like, I... You I'm... can't
1: be like Common People if your name is Jarvis Cocker. Am I right? Wink, <laughs> <laughs> wink. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Initially, the song was written for female UK singer Dua Lipa. Oh. But after Hot Chip and Jarvis DJed together one night, the song kind of began to take this new form. So both artists are known for writing songs about staying out all night and having a wild time. It's only natural that that's how this song progressed. And boy, does it make me long for the days when we could go out without masks. And our favorite bars and venues had been more of a safety net and they weren't probably going to shut down. And yeah. dancing was not forbidden. Mm. Do you remember when dancing wasn't forbidden? We are living in Footloose. You guys were living in Footloose. Where's John Lithgow to slap our hands? I mean, whatever. I didn't like that movie because I don't like Kevin Bacon. Oh.
1: Yeah. Oh.
0: Shots fired. Them's are fighting words. Yeah. Wish a motherfucker (laughs) would. Come for me, Kevin Bacon. I don't
1: really like him either. It's fine. See?
0: But also, the music video is worth noting. It features a sleepover with like middle school, high school kind of level girls and they're just being goofy as all get out. They're playing Magic the Gathering, Rock Band. <laughs> they're having Nerf gun fights. And they absolutely trash the house. Like, they break some nice vibes. Oh, no. They
1: But where is are as light as, as a like, feather, stiff as a board. They shove,
0: like, all the candy in, like, the smoothie maker <laughs> and drink it. It kind of reminds me of, like, American Dairy Girls. Uh-huh. And I think that's why it, like, touched my cold, oh, dead heart. I was like, that's oh, adorable. it's kind of like Dairy Girls, but American. And then, like... You know, it starts off like the dad finds one of their cameras and he's sifting through the pictures, like, Oh, it's nice. Oh my god, they trashed the house. (laughs) Like it's really cute. It's a great song. The video's super cute. Highly check it out. That's adorable. It's a good time for these spicy times.
1: Yeah. Well, let's take it down several oh my notches God. Yeah, and get to my next pick. I was like, hey, let's bring everybody up here. And then we're going to bring them down. Yeah, real, real, real. this is like the biggest jump that I have ever seen in any of our playlist episodes. This is very much
0: a playlist of like, hey, at the beginning, it's very like, this is why Maggie and Ashley yeah, are this, different. Yeah, this is
1: exactly like, hey, this is total opposites yeah yeah let's <laughs> but cook. also like we can jam to each other's yeah no picks. this is a great song yeah this is a fantastic I song. love this song so this is lacquer by catatonia
0: Dreams shattering, fixing to die You see
1: it's so It's a little downery. It is
0: very beautiful.
1: It is a absolutely gorgeous. I song, think though. the reason I stuck to
0: this one is because like I love the chorus.
1: yes. Yes, once they get to the melody part, it's Ugh. like, ooh, that, that sticks. It, he's got that voice that makes mm, you just, mm, mm, mm.
0: mm. I want him to sing into in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Look, he's not Devin Townsend level. Like, yeah. I don't want him singing in my vagina, but he can sing it in my, my mouth. Yeah. yeah,
1: Or he, my tits. He can just sing, like, real fucking close to me. Yeah. I'm all right with that. Mm. Okay. I know a lot of our listeners might not be gothic metal fans, so I'll give a brief history of Catatonia, my favorite Wait, metal band. So, is this gothic metal? Yes. Oh, yes. I learned something today. The band was formed in Stockholm, Sweden in 1991 by voc- vocalist Jonas Renske. Isn't it like Jonas? 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 My Jon- name is Jonas. <laughs> He is carrying the wheel. <laughs> okay, excuse me. Jonas Rensk. Oh, I
0: don't know if that's how you're. I don't know. It.
1: I have no idea. Sorry, Jonas. And, and guitarist Anders Nystrom. It started- nice strom. Nice strom. Nice. He's the guitarist. He's the nice strom. I see. Nah. Nah, cocker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're 13 year old boys, and I yep. love it. Yep. It started as a passion project, but quickly morphed into their main gig because fans fucking love them. For good reason. The band started off with a doom metal bent, but once Jonas blew out his vocal cords, they realized they couldn't continue to scream like that anymore. Legit, though. They changed tack and went in a more gothic metal direction, and Jonas continued with clean vocals. It helps that he has an absolutely gorgeous singing voice. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. hmm Since then, the band has gradually introduced progressive metal into their music, fostering an impressive growth that I haven't seen in any other metal band. Really? Yeah. I mean, take their first two albums, compare it to like a middle two albums, compare it to this last album, City Mm -hmm. Burials. The growth is like audible.
0: Well, now I need to actually do a deep dive.
1: I will guide you through that deep dive you when we are just, done. Yeah,
0: like, you should just teach a metal class. Yeah. Because I don't get it. <laughs> I'll teach you about, like, electronica.
1: Yeah, there all you right, go. There we go. You do the EDM, I will do the gothic metal. Or all the metal. All the metal. I oh don't know God. if I can do all the metal. I can't even do all the that EDM. Is, that is a hefty, hefty... bag 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 of nuts. That that is a hefty, hefty bag of nuts I am not willing to crack open. Fair enough. Anyway. This song, Lacquer, is off the band's latest album, City Burials and perfectly demonstrates the growth that I was talking about. You don't find a song like this on many other metal albums. It has expertly utilized synthesizers and a lushness that is both spoopy and sophisticated. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's some spoop in there.
1: A little bit. It's eerie a little bit, and mm. I like that. Yeah,
0: haunted housey, but like sad haunted house.
1: Like a really good, well-done haunted house. You're like, not only is this scary, but it's a downer. And I could live here. <laughs> sure. <laughs> City Burials is an album that a lot of people didn't think was going to get made. The band has been together for 30 years, And has basically never taken a break. Their workhorse mentality means they've done the record and album tour repeat cycle nonstop for decades. Plus side projects. (laughs) They all have side projects. This (laughs) this isn't like their total main gig or anything. After nonstop touring for the last release, 2016's The Fall of Hearts, which is a fucking chef's kiss of an album. Plus adding two musicians to the lineup. And their new drummer suffering a back injury in ni- 2017, Ooh. they decided it was time to stop. They announced a hiatus in 2018 so they could reevaluate the future of the band, but it didn't last long. And by 2019, they were back in the studio recording City Burials. Hey man, are you bored? Yeah, I'm a little bored too. You want to? You want jam? Well, let's go jam. I just, I just really love this band, and I don't want it to stop. Aww. So. I also got a really nice voice. It's just really. Hoping we could get the band back together? No, yeah, all right, let's get the band back together. <laughs> and that's how that went down. And that is exactly it, only except with mo- a more Swedish accent, I believe. <laughs> I don't want the band to break up, Noss. Neither do I.
0: All right, we must bring the bands back together. <laughs> oh. I don't know what fucking <laughs> accent I'm doing. But pretty close, you know I'm going to say. Bork a horka shork bork. a bork a No Borka (laughs) Band. Happy
1: Gurbans Day. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Maybe that super short break was just enough for them to realize they need to be Catatonia. And they came out with a fucking banger of an album. And while I don't think it's better than some of their other albums, like The Fall of Hearts and Dead End Kings, Mm. it still lives up to Catatonia standards. Well, shit. It's so good. If you... Are in any way slightly a metal fan, definitely listen to it because you will like it. I like to call it accessible metal. It is accessible metal. So if you are interested. If you're interested in introducing yourself to metal, definitely go to Catatonia. Because while they are extremely good and mm-hmm. prolific and have a very long and storied career... Mm-hmm. um. They are still pretty accessible to a regular listener. So don't take this as an insult.
0: I mean it in a nice way. If you like Evanescence, go backwards from Catatonia, I feel like.
1: If you like Evanescence, yes. listen to Catatonia, see where Evanescence stole their shit from, oh,
0: bam, bam,
1: bam, bam. and listen to Catatonia instead of Evanescence. All right. All right. Yeah. Cause like works. they're like two sides of the same coin, mm. I suppose. Well, Evanescence,
0: where, it's almost like they took Catatonia and made it pop.
1: Yes, like Evanescence definitely has that pop edge, whereas Catatonia is like, nah, fuck that. We're like super, not into the commercialism part. Mm-hmm. Um, I I have a, a a shelf of respect for Amy Lee. And what she does in her shelf of respect, respect. like it's not like a store of respect. It's just a shelf.
0: It's a shelf. It's got like a word of the day calendar. Yeah. It's got some
1: tchotchkes on it. It's like,
0: you know, it's cute. It's got one of those like solar
1: bobblehead things. (laughs) It does. (laughs) It does. There you go. It's a shelf of respect. It has maybe one of those like little stupid angel figurines. Yeah. When yeah. I die, I don't want a grave. I want a shelf, a shelf of, of respect. respect. <laughs> Please. Yeah, that's what I have for Amy Lee and Evanescence. All However, right. I have an entire store of respect for Catatonia.
0: Legit. So well,
1: that is the difference here. Like, Evanescence might be your marijuana gateway drug. Mm, mm. Catatonia is like, that. Clear, that's that clean, eight ball. Yeah. Oh, it's, I, I it's that eight ball. That of respect
0: that I have, yes. I was going to say it was like that good, good Colorado shit, but either way.
1: No, it's, Evanescence is the gateway.
0: Well, Evanescence and then, is like when you're in college and you're smoking that skunky shit from yeah. Ralph or maybe, down the quad. Or maybe
1: the better um, metaphor here is that, or simile, is that Evanescence is Coors Light, whereas Ooh, Catatonia yeah. is the delicious craft stuff. Mm, yeah. That you got to You got to get your
0: tongue used to the... To the, the beer, and then you're ready to like graduate into like a nice half of icing. Yeah. Mm, a yeah. nice, reliable, deep half of mm. I
1: I would even say Catatonia is a deep Ooh, chocolate stout. stout with coffee
0: Ugh. flavors. God, now I just want more beer. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to drink more beer while we listen to my next pick, which is. Not as deep and sultry as, <laughs> or depressing as Catatonia. Definitely not. No, it is Saint Motel, A Good Song Never Dies. This vagabond with a two-part to the great beyond. Stay genuine, a ground floor up I can help you find.
1: You're a dreamer, call me when you're Bieber.
0: And when they play it, you can't help but sing along. That's nothing on, that's nothing wrong. Cause a good song never dies. It just reminds you of where you were the first time it made you cry the first time you felt alive. No good song
1: never. Okay, so my (laughs) I have have not (laughs) throughout the entire thing. I wanna know why. So I I very vaguely know Saint Motel. I know like that one song that our local radio station way overplayed. And I was like, I'm done with Saint Hotel. They do that.
0: It's a motel, not a hotel. Uh, Yeah.
1: So (laughs) when I heard the introduction, I was like, this is real like Knights of Caledonia by Muse and I'm into it. And then he started singing. Oh. And I was like, this is some nerd boy like trying to sing Knights of Caledonia. It is. And I love it. Oh,
0: okay. You're like, no, I love it. I'm like, I don't know. You're laughing a lot at it. And in
1: between my yuck yucks, I was like, this is, I love it. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's, it's a good song. It's adorable. And I love it. An adorable
0: song never dies. Right. (laughs) Well, I hold a very soft special place for St. Motel now because It is the last show I saw before quarantine.
1: Oh no! Yeah, I think it was.
0: Yeah, it was the day after Valentine's Day. It was February fifteenth. Jeremy and Buko and I went to go see them at
1: Upstate Concert Hall. That was not the last show that you saw. Wait, it was. (gasps) It was not. We will get to it. Shh. We will get to it. It You're right.
0: I. You're right. You are right. Yep.
1: But it was close.
0: It was very close. I'm actually really glad because it wasn't technically the last show I saw, but I don't count the last show that I thought I saw was the last show I saw (laughs) okay well I'll tell you off mic that's like way too complicated but anyway right so it's in the title right a good song never dies exactly or an adorable song (laughs) and this song seems to take on a couple different angles it addresses the fact that music plays a large part in our lives songs stick in our head remind us of memorable times in your life I mean how many songs do you have that, like when you hear it you're like yo I remember this fucking thing Oh, now yeah, that fucking thing. Yeah, I can't listen to that song. You'll turn that fucking song up, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like songs are soundtracks to our lives, which is cheesy and corny, but it's super accurate.
1: Yeah, I mean, there are two songs I can pick up off the top of my head that definitely remind me of like summer 2009. Wow. When I was working at H&M. Taking Back Sunday. There was a Taking Back Sunday song N- and a Gas Gaslight Anthem song. Oh my! Both of them. <laughs>
0: that is the most 2009 statement I've ever heard in my life. Indeed.
1: <laughs> God, driving down the street in my my very first car. My aquamarine nineteen ninety six Honda Civic. Ooh. driving to my job at h and m. yo,
0: I'm pretty sure two thousand and nine was when the fame monster came out and that was it all I fucking listened to
1: was because yeah. I heard it non-fucking stop at h H&M? and my job weird at h and m weird.
0: <laughs> but yeah, see, i I like one of the aspects I really appreciate about the song is how they're like, yeah. There are songs in your life that you'll always it'll, it's always going to bring you back to a fucking time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, of course, it's obvious and it's true. But it's sometimes it's just nice to hear something like, yeah, of course, that song fucking brings
1: you back. Yeah. I mean, the hook will bring you back. John Popper knew what he was singing about. <laughs> I'm really kind of upset they didn't have a nod to John <laughs> Popper in the song, but whatever.
0: It's fine. But there shouldn't be any shame in the music that brings you back either. You know, guilty pleasures are fine. There's nothing wrong with a song that makes you feel something like.
1: We had a whole episode on guilty pleasures this year. There so There are so many songs
0: that you're going to be like, I don't want anyone to know I'm listening to this song. I listen to this on YouTube yeah. so nobody can stalk me on Spotify to see right. that I'm listening to this. Right. They also seem to be talking about the artist side of this situation as well because it's like they're like they want to make that song they want to make that hook that you're always going to remember like they say it's pay to play how much musicians owe to their labels right it's like once yeah you, you have to pay to like be a fucking player a, a notable player in the music world sometimes yeah. most times all the time labels are bi- bitches
1: yeah labels yeah. are labels are so passe they are <laughs> <laughs> They're so ridiculous. I'm sorry, what is this, Empire Records? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and they even um, reference
0: wanting more hits than Lemonade, which many are thinking is a reference to Beyonce's mega smash hit record that she just kind of released out of nowhere.
1: Because like, she's Beyonce and she could do that now. and it, She can, yeah. yes.
0: But also, like, you know, you, every musician wants that next big thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you all want, everybody wants to be, you know, like, I want everybody to remember, like, the song off of our album that will, like, remind us of this forever and will always live on forever. And there's a path starting from the musician trying to create the best song they can, and it leads all the way down to the listener who takes that song and makes it an important part of their person and who they are. God. We should make soundtracks
1: of our lives. It's just going to be that guy following us around with a tuba.
0: (laughs) Look, the song isn't saying anything new, but it still slaps. Yeah,
1: it's so good. And at this point in 2020, I just want a song that slaps. Honestly, 2020, just give me the slap. Yeah. (laughs) Give Give me the slap. slap. Don't give him the slap. But give me the slap. It's but 2020. I want, I that's what slap. I need right now. Please. Give me all the
0: slaps. But I, I just, I like St. Motel a lot, and I thought that was a good one on their part. It's, good one. it's a good, good one. Good job, St. Motel. Yeah,
1: good one. All right. Well, let's go on to my next pick, which is Cosmonauts by Fiona Apple. Oh, Ms. Apple. How do you suppose that we'll survive? Come on, that's right.
0: Left, right. Make lighter all the heavier, cause you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts. Except with way more gravity than when we started off. Oh, you and I will be like a couple of cosmonauts. Except with way more gravity than when we started off. When you resist me, hon, I cease to exist because I only like the way I look when looking through your eyes. Are cosmonauts astronauts lost at a Cosmopolitan magazine? <laughs> And they're stuck in the blowjob section. They're like, no man wants a blowjob like this. They're
1: stuck in the folded over perfume ad.
0: Like, oh, God, it It smells like (laughs) I I don't know. What's
1: cologne? I don't know. Axe? (laughs) I don't think they'd put Axe ads in a Cosmo. It smells like Love's Baby Soft. (laughs) Remember when magazines smelled like that? I think they, they still do. You do you remember Love's Baby song? No. I oh, just, my God. Well, wait, is that
0: that terrible smell? It smells like a baby prostitute?
1: It's the one that smells like baby powder. Yeah.
0: Like it's fancy baby powder. It
1: smells like a prostitute. Yeah.
0: prostitute.
1: Prostatot. That's it. This song is off of Fiona's long-awaited album, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Fetch Fetchem. Released- Fetch em. Sorry. Released in the thick of the pandemic on April 17th, 2020, It received an astounding amount of praise from Mm -hmm. all over the music world. And I think the fact that it was one of the first big releases after the U.S. lockdown started (laughs) helped it a lot. Because we were all just clamoring for something new and stimulating to latch on to.
0: That's fair. That's more than fair.
1: But, I mean, it still deserves all the praise that it got. It is still a good album, separate from that. Right. This particular song, Cosmonauts, was one of the first songs written for the album because it wasn't actually supposed to be on it. Fiona wrote it for Judd Apatow's 2012 movie, This Is 40, and it was supposed to be a love song. Oh! And Judd told Fiona to write a song about two lovers that would be together forever. Hmm. Which, if you know Fiona Apple at all, that is not a good directive to give her. Also,
0: if you know a Judd Apatow movie, that's not even his thing. Right? Yeah. I have a lot of questions. I've never
1: seen This Is 40, but I assume, like... The whole thing is probably about a couple that is on the edge of divorce. Well, it's the couple that was
0: in um, it was, um, um it was, the baby movie with Seth Rogen. It was
1: Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann, right? Well, we should
0: probably, yes, we should probably watch it because Paul Rudd.
1: Right. The man who doesn't fucking age. He's going to look
0: exactly the same as he does now, except now he's got that daddy beard. Mm.
1: Mm. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Fiona's reaction to this was, quote, that's not really a song I'm equipped to write because I don't know if I want to be together with anybody forever. Oh, I, I feel her. I get yeah. it. The result is a song far more realistic than a happily ever after. It highlights the ups and downs of any relationship, including the time, including those times when your significant other's face just makes your head burst into flames. Because mm-hmm. like the very first line is... Your face ignites a fuse to my patience. Whatever you do is going to be wrong. Yeah. I think that's fucking brilliant. If Fiona Apple is anything, she is a master of lyrics.
0: Right. And not just a master of lyrics, but a master of lyrics
1: that are insanely relatable. Yes. And She's very human. She very much puts into words feelings that I cannot put into words mm-hmm. about about very specific things like... Every time I look at your face, like steam comes out of my ears. (laughs) That's not very lyrical. (laughs) So, like, I fucking get where she's coming from with this. Like, you fucking hate this person, but you love them. Of course. You cannot live your life without them, but they still piss you off every single time you look at them. They don't have to do anything. They just piss you off. Yeah. So I get that part of being, like, in love with somebody, and you can't live without them, but you can't live with them. I just picture you walking
0: around with, like, a little Fiona Apple on your shoulder, and you say something, she's like... Mm. But you and mean she's it there way, playing she piano, it, playing her like, tiny piano. She replays what you just said, but makes it so much more poetic and beautiful on her she tiny is, piano. She is my soundtrack to my life. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, you didn't mean steam coming out of your ears. You meant. <laughs> yeah, I'll face it a fuse to my patience. Yeah, that's like,
1: oh, yeah, no, that's, that's better. That's great. That's she's great. She's like,
0: I know. I'm Fiona <laughs> fucking Apple. I know.
1: That'll be $5,000. Oh,
0: <laughs> i'm not having a mini fiona apple
1: meant it wouldn't be as much no it means it's more oh god damn she's working 24 7 she gotta make that money gotta make that money fair enough little fiona is really demanding guys <laughs> they they don't just make tiny pianos they're very expensive it's like when you try to buy a tiny refrigerator; they're like ten times more expensive than the big refrigerators. And you're like, what did I? But why, why? Why?
0: It doesn't even hold my ice cream. <laughs> God damn it! I can't even make
1: ice cubes in this thing. Some bullshit. I have one big ice cube. That's it. Uh, I feel like we're Jerry Seinfeld now. Can we go on to the next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Song? <laughs> so. I also talked about a woman singer. A lady singer. A lady
0: singer. So my next pick for songs that I enjoyed this year is by Haley Williams called Simmer. And if my child needed protection from a fucker like that man, I'd sooner get him. Cause nothing cuts like the mother There's so many ways to get
1: Okay, here's my thing with Haley Williams. Give me your hot takes. I love Paramore. Yep. I have loved Paramore since my emo days back in the early 2000s. And
0: Paramore still slaps.
1: And they still fucking slap. Yep. I love the experimental 80s shit that they're doing now. Ooh, it's yeah. fantastic. Mm-hmm. My deal with Haley is, uh, I don't, mm, I don't really know what my deal with Haley is. <laughs>
0: My deal like, with Haley is, you know what? I don't know what it is.
1: Because I'm not entirely sure what she's going for. Mm. So I feel like this is very experimental for her. It is. And I, f- I, just want, I just want her so badly to get her footing so that her solo stuff is just as good as her Paramore stuff.
0: It's actually interesting that you feel this way because I think... I don't know if I want to say that's on purpose, but I think it is um, a feature of her creative process for this album. Yeah,
1: I don't think that she's trying to make this album like a commercial sale or anything. This is just her doing what she wants to do. That's exactly what it is. And that is fantastic. Yeah. It's just a little bit all over the place and too jarring for me right right now.
0: No, and that's I think that's fair. And that's even so... All right, I'll get into it, but yeah. So you may, like you said, you know, I would say that you'd recognize the yeah. name of the singer as the lead singer of Paramore. Right. Just in case you didn't know that. Um, and Simmer is the first single featured off of her first solo album, Petals for Armor. And I think it's a strong start. Mm-hmm. I really like this song a lot. I think it, I can understand like when you put it with the rest of the album, like where are you kind of going with it? But I think mm-hmm. this, if you listen to this on your own, I think this is fine. Um, You know, the first word she utters to the listeners is rage. The song is very personal to her. The whole album is very personal to her. Haley said in an interview, quote, it's about specific kinds of abuse and revenge. Not everyone is going to want to associate with that. What I'm trying to do for myself more than anyone else is reframe my anger and try to learn from it. Instead of pretending it isn't there, ask what it means. The answer is almost never what you think it's going to be. Mm-hmm. So she even says, this is for me. This isn't going to be for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's kind of re- cool, too, because it's like she even comes out and says, like, guys, let me just feel my oats. I got to I got to find some shit. I'll, I'll come back with something more <laughs> comprehensive later. I'll get
1: back to you with pair more in a minute.
0: <laughs> I just and yeah, they didn't even break up like a lot of people thought they did. And no, sh- they no. were like, no, 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 we're just taking a little break. And especially like right now. Why not? Yeah. I think even, um, actually, yeah, because um, she even brought on bandmate Taylor York to produce the album, um, and she just took this opportunity to put in more legwork as far as like the instrumentation and her... But I think she usually puts in all, a lot of the effort for the lyrics with Paramore, but this time she actually got to do more with instruments themselves, mm-hmm. which was great for her. And she said, I think the whole thing is a learning process. So I can understand why, like, you listen to the whole album and you're like, I don't, what is she?
1: And she's probably like,
0: I don't fucking know either. I don't
1: know either, <laughs> but this is my jam, so listen to them. If you like them, you like them. If you don't, you don't. Yeah.
0: And I think, and I like that... um the kind of consensus you came to it she's not doing this for like a commercial yeah
1: no she's not trying to have any number one hits mm-hmm. or anything here she's just doing this because this is what's inside of her and she needs to get it out yeah and that's totally fucking fine and i
0: am a little bit more curious about her story because it sounds like she's had like some shitty abusive relationships she and has fucked up stuff in her past and
1: she has a lot of mental health stuff that she has gone through and it has a lot to do with like what has been going on with paramore Mm. and the like big span between a couple of like their last album and the album before that so she has been becoming more outspoken with mental health issues because she struggles with that a lot interesting and Actually, the lyrics in the last Paramore album have a lot more to do with her mental health issues than they have previously. So that was a big turning point for them. Oh, I should so listen to that. It's their last album was really fucking good. Okay. There's some jams on it that you would really like. I'm sure. It's- I usually like
0: Paramore. Like, I really haven't heard anything from them that I don't care for. So Yeah,
1: and their more recent efforts have turned more towards, like, 80s influences mm-hmm. and electronic and dancey stuff.
0: Um, like you'd like it as
1: opposed to like the downer emo stuff of you know their early days but even their downer emo stuff it's still a jam I can sing along to it I fucking love Riot Riot is a great album I love it that's true I actually
0: have a handful of songs from Riot and I was reading up on Haley a little bit I guess apparently when she initially signed to a record company they wanted to market her like an Avril Lavigne type she's like no she's like
1: "Mm, no I'm good she wanted
0: to be in a band. She wanted to do something more yeah. unique. And, and I do appreciate
1: yeah. that she has a really great voice. Oh, she's a beautiful voice. She has an amazing, just like belt it kind of voice. And with the recent Paramore stuff and her solo stuff, she does different stuff. She's yeah. not just belting it out. She's experimenting with vocals, which is great. I love that.
0: Yeah. Actually, even bringing it back to the song, you can tell by the vocals alone that she's learning Like controlling her rage, even with her vocals, because it's very subdued the whole time. The only
1: thing I don't like about it is that she does this uh, 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 thing a lot. And she just has a twitch. And I'm not. She's got a tick. I'm not into this weird, like Michael Jackson esque (laughs) shit she's doing with the. uh, uh, I don't like it. (laughs) So I think that's just like an experiment thing that she's dealing with. And it's cool, just like iron it out. Just like just a couple wrinkles, she's just got chill out, with though. the as a little bit. Just chill. Yeah, <laughs> but she'll get it. She'll figure it out. Yeah, she's, she's feeling it. She's doing experimental stuff. I get it. Yeah, I think
0: it's. I think it's a. As far as solo albums go, I think a lot of people have failed when they try to go solo mm-hmm. because they try too hard. Yeah, I think she's being very authentic, and like I said, and realistic. Realistic, and I like about this song and other songs in the album. And actually, for the first. They came out as EPs and now it's a full realized LP. But, and she did like a series of music videos and they're all connected. Mm-hmm. And this, for this one, it was like she's running naked through the woods, like running from this big red glow. And then eventually. It's that
1: like, is a nightmare.
0: Yeah. And then she <laughs> like finds this house and she finds a room with like this like clay mask and she puts it all over her and she confronts this monster that's been chasing her and she like. Mm-hmm. She knocks it out and then. Oh, it's her the whole time. Oh. But, like, I mean, it's cheesy and like predictable, <laughs> but still, I think she's really trying to express. I appreciate how much she's trying to express herself in her music. Yeah. She's clearly just trying to figure herself out. Yeah. And like I said with this song, I appreciate even with her vocals that she's trying different things to kind of convey her emotion and her personality. Mm-hmm. So, I think this is a good indication of better things to come. Yes. So, yeah, from Paramore and her. So yeah. I think I think it's the nice it's the foot on the right foot.
1: Foot <laughs> on, on the, the right, right foot. foot. There we go. Let's keep going. What's your pick? <laughs> so my next Ooh. one is just by Run the Jewels. It's fucking jam
0: and your country in yeah, ran by a casino on a ooh, pedophile sponsor all
1: these fucking racist bastards. and I told you once before that you should kill your master now that's the line that's probably gonna get my assassinated. master of these politics you swear that you got options right master of opinion cause you vote with the white collar slave. The 13th amendment Says that slavery's
0: abolished yeah. Look at all these slave masters Posing on your dollar Get it? Look at all these slave masters Posing on your dollar Get it? Look at all But these look at all these slave masters Yeah I don't I, mind being yelled at As a white woman I have
1: never been o- More okay being yelled at For being a white person Than I have In with this run song With Jewels With yes. run the Jewels I am <laughs> I am so thankful That they're yelling at for being a white woman and that's not even being facetious i am legit okay with that i'm like, like you're right
0: you're right i do need to look at all these slave masters I,
1: there are slave masters on my dollars i yeah look, no you're right look i like the musical hamilton but apparently hamilton owed slaves they're all fucking slaves masters yes. posing on some dollars yes in case you've been living under a rock, Run the Jewels is comprised of LP, a rapper from Brooklyn, and Killer Mike, a rapper from Atlanta. And they've been getting acclaim all over the place for their innovative mix of hip-hop, rock, electronic beats, and enlightening lyrics.
0: Yeah, it's, it's all pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Also great music to run to.
1: Yes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So their music is very, very similar to LP's solo stuff oh, that okay. he did Way back in the day, early 2000s ish. Oh, shit. Um. Yeah. Listen to his solo stuff. It is fucking fantastic. Right. And he even has a song where he samples Anchorman. It's fantastic. Like a movie? Yes. All right. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> this song is the third single off their fourth album, RTJ4, which was released on June 3rd. Like the three albums before it, RTJ4 was released digitally and for free, mm-hmm. and received heaps of praise from critics and fans all around. What's more than heaps? Uh, gig- giga tons, giga heaps, giga heaps. They got giga heaps. <laughs> it was released three days earlier than expected in response to the Black Lives Matter protests happening all around the country at the time.
0: Turns st- out
1: everybody was sick of this shit. It turns out everybody was pissed. <laughs> In a statement, LP and Killer Mike said they released it early to try and give people some joy during the bullshit times. Oh, the song also features Pharrell and Zach de la Roca from Rage Against the Machine. Pharrell is a whatever, but putting Zach de la Roca on a song on this song is extremely appropriate considering the subject matter.
0: Truth, but also. I'm gonna say it's like, so you got Pharrell there because like he smooths it on out. Like he's that friend that you have who sees everything and he'll just like stay quiet for the most part. He'll but just, then he comes in and he's got that one thing of like, he just yeah. But what about this? And everyone's like, yeah. oh.
1: he's just here to emphasize emphasize it. Yeah, and Boyle like, is like Zach Taylor. It's like, but fucking listen to me! I'm gonna yell at all of you. <laughs> Stop being stupid, white people. We fucking hate white people. I, mean, I don't think he's ever. <laughs> said no, that I don't think they're hating white no. people. They're just Not like, be smarter, white people. Yeah, it's
0: it is. Um, off of that album, RTJ Ford, that is my favorite.
1: Um, this one's my favorite, and also Ooh La La. I mean, Ooh La, La that La La is, is Ooh. the summer jam of twenty twenty. Seriously, because I, I definitely when I was working the farmers market <laughs> on Saturdays, <laughs> I was driving down the street listening to ooh la la and like pulling up to the farmers like it market like yeah where's my spot ooh, ooh la, la la oh wee wee we. where's my spot bitch ooh <laughs> la, la la oh wee wee oh my god you should just play that the whole time <laughs> and so you're standing there and the all the, white the people, rich the white people rich of white Latham people. were just like, who is she? <gasps> she has blue hair and she's listening to black music. <gasps> but who is she? Clutching my palms. <sighs> but who is she?
0: <laughs> but who
1: is she, though? <laughs>
0: Actually, what I really appreciate about Run the Jewels, more than anything, I mean, their beats are amazing. Yes. Their yeah. lyrics are fine and crisp and on point. But I think it was RTJ two. They re released as an album about cats. No, they re released <laughs> because of album, course they did. And instead of like the beats, they had cat noises. No. And it's amazing. And I've never loved anyone more. <laughs> I'm just picturing it.
1: Ooh, meow, 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 ah, wee. 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 <laughs> well, I mean, come on. When we listen to fucking
0: just, I'm like meow,
1: meow. Meow, 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 (laughs) meow,
0: meow. Yeah, I can't wait till they remix this as a fucking cat album. Oh my God, that's amazing. Cat
1: Wait.
0: (laughs) Ugh, but RTJ is exactly what we need right now.
1: Yes. Jams upon jams on this album. It's like they're jams, they're fucking thought provoking.
0: Here for it.
1: And also, not afraid to call people out on their bullshits. Yes. And in a way where it's like, no, I'm doing some bullshit, and I need to stop yep yep
0: i i I appreciate the conversations I think they're trying yeah. to open
1: it is It is not their job to have these conversations, but they want to, yes, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they are a white rapper and a black rapper, right, so they understand each other <laughs> in a way that we need to understand each other, yeah. So they're just trying to get that understanding to other people. Yeah, I get I it. It's cool. Really appreciate I appreciate them. Yeah,
0: listen to fucking run the jewels, bitches.
1: Also, listen to both LP and Killer Mike's earlier stuff. Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to dig up. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I will. Well, I will guide you there as well. All right. Well, now I feel
0: like I'm just gonna give you some more candy for your brain. This has yes. no nutritional value. This is all. just
1: fruity pebbles. This is just
0: for oh fucking! Do you know how much I love fruity pebbles? Though I've never had fruity pebbles. I'm sorry,
1: never pump the fuck. I what? I've had cocoa pebbles, which I've- are also great. I've never had fruity pebbles because they always sounded fucking disgusting. They're amazing. I also don't like cereal. Yes, I know I don't like cereal. No, that's okay. Fucking deal I with actually it.
0: feel like I'm the odd man out for liking cereal,
1: and like. If I do eat cereal, it's legit like Raisin Bran. <laughs> or Cracklin' Oat Bran. Or Cracklin' Oat Bran. That is Shout the trick. To crackling Cracklin' Oat Bran. Love Cracklin' Oat Bran. Same seas, though. Because <laughs> it is Fruity Pebbles disguised as good for you. I love it. Fair, fair. But anyway,
0: here's actual Fruity Pebbles. Not trying to be anything but Fruity Pebbles. It's the 1975. If you're too shy, let me know.
1: serious lack of new songs with a legit sexy sax solo that is that is a jam a capital s capital s sexy sax yes. solo 100 percent. like i will take off my clothes to that sex solo you want me sex to- solo <laughs> it's sex. also a sex solo i mean honestly
0: hold on if i were to ever strip yeah, I'd probably strip to that song. It's telling me what to do. It's <laughs> telling me, you know what, maybe you would like me better if I took off my clothes.
1: Meow, 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 meow,
0: God, I fucking yeah. love this song. It's
1: it's a jam. It's pure bubblegum popcorn, but you know, I love it. At first I was like, yeah, this is some Fruity Pebbles. I'm into it. Mm-hmm. And then he started singing. I'm like, mm, I don't know. And then that chorus came in and I was like, no, this is a Fruity Pebbles jam. Right? And then that sax solo and you're like, oh, did you throw some dark
0: chocolate up in this sack? Then this fruity pebble <laughs> candy bar? Sure, yeah, yeah. That's how this works. I don't know. Yeah, I actually love the set. The 1795. <laughs> wow. <laughs> the 1975.
1: That's a different kind of band altogether. The 1795. First of all,
0: there's a lot more snare drum and flute, and a lot less sexy. Sex.
1: And a whole lot more clothes to take off, <laughs> and a whole lot, and a whole lot more buttons you gotta undo. Oh, like twelve wigs, so twelve wigs, got a wig for a wig, like eighty-five buttons, all the layers, so many long johns. <gasps> the nineteen
0: seventy-five.
1: No, those- I like the 1795. 1790- <laughs> I want the seventeen ninety-five. I need drum and fife oh my in god. my life oh my
0: god can we make bumper stickers that say drum and fife in my life
1: god i hope somebody already has but like we can if not we, no, can we make got them. we
0: got a t-shirt store we're gonna make stickers all the
1: totes drum and fife guys we're gonna make stickers in my and life. Totes. vote now if you want those stickers and totes all the fife in my life oh my god i don't are you still only on your first drink? No, I'm on, like, my
0: fourth. Oh, me too. Good. Okay, so we're drunk. This is a now episode all of a sudden. Yes. All right. So, however, I have really been Jones in on the 1975 for a while now. Okay. Um, It's another dancey fun time jam, and I love it. But this one has that real sexy sax solo in it. So you can get busy with it. I mean, or... It makes me feel like I'm walking around a classic 80s film like John Hughes style. Yes. Like I feel like we're in a sweet montage and we are Molly Ringwald. We're in Pretty in Pink but like
1: Better? way less
0: sexist. Yeah, like Pretty in Pink but like we're like 16 Candles but we don't have
1: Long Duck Dong in it. We're in Modern in Pink. Oh. It's about vaginas.
0: <laughs> we're all just lesbians. <laughs> So the 1975 admitted there are a few sources as to where this song came from, namely the lead singer's online relationship with a woman that genuinely seemed to like him better when they would FaceTime and he took off his clothes.
1: Yeah, really? You think? Like, what? But also, like, <laughs>
0: real talk. I love the 1975. The lead singer is not really anything to look at. So maybe he was better without his clothes. That's a subjective opinion. He's not attractive. Oh. Him not attractive. Oh. He might grow into himself. He might glow up. You know what? He's probably like 22. You know what? I'm going to give him some time. He's
1: like a puppy that hasn't grown into his paws yet. Right?
0: Honey, baby child, I'm going to give you 10 years. I'll come back. Mm. I'll let you know. You're still young. Still foolish. Yeah. Well, speaking of foolish... Another line references this one time where he met this gorgeous girl at a party, who thought that she was like a friend of his, who was also named Alex. Like his name is Alex, He's like, oh, uh-huh. Alex. He's like, yeah, and then he realized soon, like, oh, she thinks I'm a different Alex. And then, so, so
1: be a different Alex. So he, yes. so her. So that's
0: exactly what happened. So he was pretending to be the Alex that <laughs> she knew, right? But. Buckle buckle your belts right here. So like he was playing along for a minute, but oh only no. to find out later that her friend Alex was actually a gay man. <laughs> Backfired. Backfired oh <laughs> yeah but the theme of the song overall plays on online relationships or at the very least like a long distance relationship mm-hmm. where the only options you have are video calls which yeah. is a little too real right now
1: yeah i'm not
0: into that i hate fucking video hangouts yeah. guys zoom hangouts ain't it like i want to fucking grab a beer with you and sit at a bar right i'm so over zoom hangouts yep And they didn't mean to be so on spot with it when the single came out in April. But,
1: well, here we are. Yeah, it's a bit apropos,
0: isn't it? I think a lot of the songs that have come out this year, whether they meant to or not, have been apropos. Yes. But, I mean, you know what? Still a fucking jam, am I right?
1: (laughs) Except for that Imagine cover that all them celebrities did. That was pretty terrible. Oh, I mean, I meant the song was good. That song is the fucking... <laughs> yes. Full John Ralph,
0: yeah. Anyway, why don't you tell us what the song that's really gotten you this year?
1: Your number one for 2020. I mean, I don't know if this is my number one, but it's like it's What's your last pick? <laughs> my last pick <laughs> is Genesis by Deftones. Mmm.
0: Wait, when did the Deftones decide to be good at music? I
1: know, right? (laughs) Like, when did the Deftones come in and be like, yo, what's up? Slap their dick on the table. We in. (laughs) When did the Deftones put their dick on the table and and say, we have something to offer? And we're like, yo, but our music is fucking great. And I'm like, yeah, I'm into that dick on the table. Oh, what was that one song they had? Which one? change yeah in house Ch-
0: change. yeah change was i do like change
1: white pony like was change. amazing
0: white pony was amazing. <laughs> is that the album yes okay white pony was amazing like this feels like change but even oh yeah oh more yeah oh yeah, intricate. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, all right yeah.
0: i'll let you i'm gonna let
1: you talk Um let me talk and i will get into it him <laughs> so I definitely slept on this album for a while and I shouldn't have because it's fucking fantastic. Okay. But let's face it, Deftones haven't put out anything that was great in a while, in a hot minute, Several. and I haven't enjoyed much since their self-titled album came out in 2003. And even that was hit or miss. Wow. I know I'm talking shit about Deftones right now, but it gets better. <laughs> She's going to come around, guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But they came out with the album Ohms this year, which happens to be the 20th anniversary of their amazing album, White Pony, Mm. and the 25th anniversary of their first album, Adrenaline. Even though there's a 20-year gap between White Pony and Ohms, the band released five albums in between, and it seems like Ohms is a logical step up. From White Pony,
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like, like I those didn't fi- hear anything from Deftones till like those since, like,
1: five those five albums in between ain't mean shit. <laughs> Which makes sense because they got Terry Date to produce Ohms, the same guy who produced the f- band's first four albums, i.e. the best Deftones albums. Mm, okay, it's like White Pony but glowed up. They Aww. still have that fuzzy guitar sound and Chino Moreno's screamy vocals. But and very the, smoothly. Yes. And the dreamy atmosphere is still present, mm. but everything seems a little more adult, a little more jaded, and a little more desolate in the prettiest way. Yeah. One critic described their sound as beauty meets brutality, and I think that sums this up pretty perfectly. Yeah, I can and, vibe with that. And also, I feel like there's kind of a proggy sound going with them. Like you said when we were listening to it, it's a bit tool.
0: It is a bit tool. And
1: I can see that. In the
0: guitar and the yes. bass, actually.
1: Yes, and especially in this song, I hear those prog elements. They're not doing any, like, amazing, crazy, complicated guitar riffs or anything, but it's, I would say it's even more, like, prog-electronic- Oh, Progtronic. Progtronic. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, they're like experimenting a little bit, but it it really is White Pony, but glowed up. It's the shit that we listened to from the Deftones when we were Mm. in high school, but it's glowed up. It's more adult and a little more storied, a little more like we've been through some shit. So Mm. we're just let's what if we as 40 something adults redid White Pony?
0: It's like they were like, hey, remember 20 years ago and we were supposed to write a, an album after White Pony? Here it is. Yeah, here it
1: is. This is the logical step, but it's just 20 years in the future. We needed to have some
0: things. Yeah. It's fine.
1: Interesting fact. The album artwork for Ohms is a gray and black digital photo of eyes with like heavy eyeliner. Yes and it's made up of 12,995 dots. Holy shit. The band launched the launched the Adopt a Dot campaign before the album came out in which fans could purchase a dot and have their photo appear as the dot. All of the proceeds from the campaign went to the UC Davis Children's Hospital. And the Crew Nation Relief Fund. Oh. So all the nice. money they made from that went to kids and roadies.
0: Oh. So
1: good for them. That's nice. They did some nice stuff. You guys did nice. And you made a good album. It was wow. a fucking fantastic album. Double whammy. Album. <laughs> like Genesis, Ceremony, Um, Error. Like all of these songs are so fucking just yeah. go listen to the album. It's it's everything they should have done after White Pony. Mm. And I'm glad they kind of waited 20 years to do it because it they took a long time and the time was needed.
0: Yeah. Like, clearly, everything they've done to get to this point was worth it. Exactly. All right. All right. I feel that. I will inspect on their album further. Yes. And see what I like. I mean, because this is a pretty good jam. I'm not going to lie. I was like, oh, Deftones still make music. It's good. Whoa. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. It's
1: good. Oh, OK.
0: I'm here for it. But you've got the last track. So I have the last track. And it's so funny because I have been a ball of joy this whole time, right? <laughs> like, you guys have been <laughs> Wait, vibing on my downer. Dance- oh.
1: Oh, yeah. It might be a downer. Is so it? this is a downer. Oh. <laughs> I'm. It's an
0: introspective song. OK. I think it's a very good song to end 2020 on. Okay. So it is called, and it's still all right by just Nathaniel Rayliff. It ain't all right, the
1: hardness of my hair. Now close your eyes. Spin around, see hard time you could find it. Ain't the way that you want but it's still alright. Get all soulful falling down at the end of it. Oh man. <laughs> no night sweats.
0: No, no night sweats. This is just Nori lift. And for a reason. First off, it's just a beautiful sounding song. Yeah. As, it this
1: reminds me a lot of um. Is it wasting time? Yeah, but like, if you wanted like, to get real sad, yeah, wasting like, time. You're <laughs> wasted, <laughs> and it's Nathaniel Rateliff, right? And you're sad.
0: Well, it's funny, too, because you say that, because I feel like it's like, it's like you're sitting around, and you're drinking a beer in your home, and you're just sitting out the window, just kind of staring out. But it out. gets to
1: be that time of the night when you get real sad. You're real a sad. Like, it's it's dusk, and the sun's setting, uh-huh. you got your beer,
0: and you're like thinking about the past two years of your life, and you're like, Jesus fucking Christ,
1: <laughs> everything sucks. I'm gonna cry about it now. Like I don't even feel like everything sucks. It sucks. It's just like a Jesus fucking Christ.
0: Yeah, it's like that scene in Mommy Dearest after she loses her. It's the No more wire hangers scene. She loses her mind on the little girl. And, like, everybody forgets this because they always just remember the no more wire hangers. Uh She beats her with the fucking hangers. And then she, like, she still loses her mind and, like, makes a mess of the bathroom and, Mm -hmm. like, throws baby powder and bullshit everywhere. So then she leaves. And the little girl starts cleaning it up. Mm -hmm. And her little brother comes in. He's like, I'm going to help you clean up. She's like, no, no. Just just go go back to to bed. bed. And she's cleaning. And she's scrubbing the floor. And she stops. She looks up and goes, Jesus Christ. Like, that is exactly how I have felt for
1: the past two fucking years. That is a level of exasperation that only 2020 can bring. 2020 and Joan Crawford can only bring (laughs) that level of exasperation to your life. It's this
0: level of, I'm going to make it. I'm gonna be fine. But I have to deal with this bullshit first. But holy fucking shit. Yeah. Like, can
1: I take a minute to look back at all the shit that I've just had to fucking deal with? Yeah. And Nathaniel Rayliff has had to deal with a lot of bullshit. Yeah.
0: And actually, this song is very indica- in- indicative. Yes. There you go. Of that. <laughs> so you get into the lyrics, which on the surface I think are pretty relatable to everyone this year. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like. You learn a lot. Like God, times are tough. But when you discover the inspiration for creating this album, there is a deeper layer than just dealing with the basics of hard times. Yes. In 2018, it was a very hard time for Nathaniel. He went through a divorce and suffered the sudden loss of a close friend who also happened to be his producer, Richard Swift. Mm -hmm. He took these heartaches along with his struggles with sobriety Mm -hmm. and he put them into This
1: song's particular, the whole album, but especially this song. Excuse me. And the crazy thing is that Richard Swift died because of complications from alcoholism. Oh, I actually didn't research into that. So thank you for adding that tidbit. I did not know that. So I'm sure that compounded everything. God, that's awful. But
0: yeah, um, so the album is, and it's still all right, he released it in February, and the titular track hit the deepest for me. I feel like with lyrics like they say you learn a lot out there, how to scorch and burn, only have to bury your friends. Then you find it gets worse. Oof. Right? Yeah. Do you feel personally attacked right yeah, now? Yeah, I do. I mean, honestly, like. Thanks, Nate. <laughs> but
1: 20... feel a little attacked right now.
0: Everybody's like 2020, 2020. I'm like, I'm like, bitch. But like the last few years. Like 2019 was a fucking
1: awful year, mm-hmm. for especially you and me. Mm-hmm. 2019 was personally a, a very difficult year yeah. 2020 was a difficult year for Everyone. everybody
0: but that's what i mean so... like i feel like you only only have to bury your friends only to find it gets worse yeah. it's
1: like <laughs> oh really <laughs> thanks to the theater right
0: lift i didn't realize <laughs> like thanks. it's yeah and yet like he still keeps this slight optimism in it. Life is constantly beating you down but you're still here. It's still all right. We're and still that's here. Kind of how I feel at the end of 2020. I can't complain. Yeah. We've suffered some great losses, had some huge fucking changes, had some really fucking shitty terrible things happen to us on a personal level. Mm-hmm. And as on a macro, mm-hmm. as a society. But I My life isn't that bad. I have great friends. I have a great boyfriend. I have a great job. Like, I am comfortable. I'm happy. I still have beer. (laughs) We have this great podcast. We have wonderful fans. Like, it's so
1: weird to just be like. It could have been a whole lot worse. Yeah. 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 It could have been. It's been pretty sucky. Yeah. But it could have been a whole lot worse. But it's still all right. Yeah. It's still all right.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel like this song is a good song to end the year on. It's like yeah. terrible. It's it's such an introspective song of so many terrible,
1: shitty things that happened. But you know what? And granted, there are some like relatively OK things that are that we can look forward to. Yeah. I.E. Mean, I. Trump ain't going to be president. And What's we kind of you
0: lost to- your job. What is it?
1: You's about to lose, lose your, your job. job. You're <laughs> you about, about to, to lose, lose your, your job. job. Yeah, so Trump about to lose his job. <laughs> and um, what was the other thing? <laughs> well, there's a vaccine. And there's a vaccine, yes. I mean, I'm not going to like, wait with bated breath, but I will patiently yeah, sit some- here
0: and say... This is a good
1: sign. At some point in 2021, we will get a vaccine. We, you and I will get the vaccine. Maybe in 2022. Who knows? Who knows? At some point, we will be getting it. So, you know, there's things to look forward to, I guess. There are
0: things to look forward to. Yeah. There's always a, who knows what the fuck's going to happen tomorrow. Right. It's still all right. It's still all right. You didn't say it's still wonderful. He said it's still all right. It's still all right, right. (laughs) and I think that's a really good uh, that's a good sentiment to land it on the year on. Yeah, you know what? Like, we're still here, guys. So
1: those are our songs. Those were the songs. Anything else we want to? I think we did pretty good for scraping the barrel of shit that kind of came out in 2020 I feel like we miss things too though yeah I really was not paying attention to all the shit that came out there was like I completely blew past the new Bruce Springsteen album which I know I probably should have listened to but I didn't okay
0: whatever but that also I feel like isn't on our zeitgeist
1: I don't know if that's the right use of that word personal zeitgeist but like zeitgeist (laughs) it's like i know i used the wrong word it's fine i
0: was hoping you were just gonna gloss over that you
1: didn't so i get what you're saying yeah i get what you're saying it was not on our radar but yeah so but we have other stuff to talk about before we end the show yeah so what was your favorite show that you went to so, which <laughs> arguably was guys, between January months, and March two of 2020.
0: To, yeah, <laughs> pretty much like two months to pick from. Pretty but um, I now remember our last show, my yeah. actual last show, which was a great show, but I'm actually going to pick
1: MAGFest. Yeah. Which just, was. That's just because it has your name in it. Wow. Shots
0: <laughs> fired. But also because I got to see 18 shows in one weekend. Yeah. I mean, I'm also, like, a big nerd when it comes to video game music. Half the time, I don't even love the video game. I just like the music, so I'll play the video game for, like, a little bit to be like, I played that game! I just (laughs) want to listen to the soundtrack and have some street cred. MagFest is wonderful. If you are a nerd who likes video games, I highly suggest someday when MagFest happens again, Mm -hmm. because it ain't happening next year, to uh, go, because... Uh, you can play video games, you can go listen to bands do covers of video game songs, and they're fucking wonderful. I heard a prog metal band cover Castlevania music and it with a lead singer who was a woman and the bassist. This makes sense. And I was fucking here for it. Also, I know that Mike was into the Proto Men, so I can he'll like if I'd be like, Hey the Proto Men, he'll be like, Yeah, I was into that. My mic, your mic.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. They're kind of
0: metal, nerdy <laughs> metal band. Sure. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so it was super fun. Um, I loved it. I had a great time. It was, yeah. It was a lot of concerts, and it made up for the fact that we didn't get to go to half like the ones any. we wanted to.
1: Yeah, 2020 was a bucket list year for shows. <sighs> and pretty much all of them got canceled. Einstein, so, uh, so first of all, I was supposed to see City in Color, mm-hmm. who I haven't seen yet. Nope. And I have been a fan for many a year. Yep, We were supposed to see The Darkness. Again, I haven't oh, seen them. Same. And I have been a fan for many a year. And then we were supposed to go see... Uh, & Notes. And, and then the very next the weekend. Last weekend of August. And then the very next weekend we were going to see Rammstein Who never come to who'd America. Who never come to America. They finally came to where they finally had a US tour and guess what? It fucking got canceled. No so way. Yeah. I think the only show that got like cancelled, cancelled was The Darkness.
0: Theoretically we should be able to go to those
1: other shows. Someday. Theoretically. So they've been rescheduled, so hopefully we will be able to go to them this coming year. But yeah, the actual last show that we went to before lockdown happened. Legit,
0: like maybe two weeks before lockdown happened. Yeah,
1: this was, I think, I want to say it was March 2nd. We went and saw Devin Townsend Mm -hmm. at Paradise Rock Club in Boston. And it was a wonderful show. It was
0: very, very, very good.
1: Haken opened for them, and they fucking rocked it.
0: Yeah, Haken was super good. They
1: were fantastic. I love Haken. They put out a new album this year, too, and it is also fantastic. All right.
0: Also, I loved all the stuffed animals on the stage. There were so
1: many stuffed animals. <laughs> and I Apparently, think at one Dan point... And
0: Townsend gets new stuffed animals at like every show and just puts them on yes, the stage. And I
1: think at some point somebody was wearing a tutu, but I can't remember if it was him or um, I can't remember her name. Or both Shay, of them. Shay, Amy, I forgot her last name, but or, or both of them. They could have both been wearing a tutu, but it was He's a very on. fun show. It was such a good show. It's very fun. Yeah. So, worth the drive to Boston. Absolutely worth the drive. <laughs> so, that was my favorite. And also the only one I've been to in 2020. Woof. Literally the only one I went to. Woof. That's awful. And this past weekend would have been the Taking Back Sunday holiday extravaganza weekend that me and our friend Monica go to every weekend or every year mm-hmm. we every have weekend. we have for the last three years and didn't happen this year. Nope. So I'm very sad yeah. about that. We're, we're kind of hitting the end of the road here, guys. Because like... that would have been my 21st, 22nd, and 23rd Taking Back Sunday shows. Jesus Christ. I have been to 20 Taking Back Sunday shows. Wait,
0: so you like Taking Back Sunday?
1: I, a little bit. Weird. A little bit. A little bit. I just learned something today.
0: (laughs) What about your favorite albums? Any full albums coming out this year that you really enjoyed?
1: So (laughs) my favorite album, I kind of cheated a little Mm. bit. So my favorite album I picked was Local Honey by Brian Fallon, which Mm. I used one of the songs off of that album as a. My 2019 favorites at the end of 2019. I really like that one, though. Which one was that? Uh, You Have Stolen My Heart. Oh, so good. It's such a good fucking song. That actually came out in December of 2019, but Mm -hmm. the album Local Honey didn't come out until I think March 2020. Oh, sneaky, sneaky. Yeah. So it works. It works. I'm, I'm totally doing it. But I chose that one. Because it is the only album that still, a year after it came out, almost a year after it came mm-hmm. out, it makes me fucking ball my eyes out Aww. every time I listen to it. As soon as the first song on the album starts, I'm like, Ugh, ugly crying. <laughs> and it's so stupid because the first song is about like how much he loves his kid. And I don't even like kids. <laughs> And this song is just so incredibly sweet, and Brian Fallon just has this emotive component to his voice that just like tugs at my heartstrings like Aww. immediately. He d- it's a voice he has a very mm-hmm. melancholy kind of tone to his voice right. that just even if he's singing a very like sweet song, which yep. the first track is. It immediately is like, I am so sad. I
0: have emotions. Am I my period? I don't like
1: emotions. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> um, but that's what he does. And yeah. I'm okay with that. And again, would have gone to see Brian Fallon this mm, year, but nope. COVID. But COVID, coronavirus had other plans coronavirus. for me. <laughs> so yeah, that is my pick. Like Local that. Honey by Brian Fallon is yeah. my absolute favorite of 2020
0: well if you cheated i'm also going to kind of cheat because okay. i kind of have a tied twofer yeah um i have to i feel like because spotify's like you loved this album but i'm like did i i also feel like spotify's <laughs> algorithm is a little off because yeah. i listen to like equal parts like playlists that i've made and podcasts yeah. that i listen to so i think like everything's a little funky this year but irregardless mm-hmm so one of them is Lady Gaga's Chromatica, which I did talk about in our Lady Gaga. So don't give me that stank face. Apparently, the most listened song I had was "Stupid Love," which I don't believe, but maybe because I a, had it on a playlist. It's
1: an okay song. No, you want know it's a, it's a stupid good time. Yeah, it's
0: not here for a long time. It's here <laughs> for, for a good, good time. time. Yeah, it's a motley crew of song. <laughs> She could squirt into somebody's Uh. mouth. I don't know. (laughs) Fuck that movie, by the way. But anyway, so it is a really good album, though. And Mm -hmm. I think it's the closest that we might ever see to her kind of going back to her fame monster roots. Yeah. Like, just having fun with her music again. Even though it is still a concept album, you know, because this was her trying to heal from her own bullshit that she's trying to go through. I
1: appreciate that she is a pop um, musician that at least attempts to do um something different she attempts to do concept albums mm-hmm. which is not something you see a whole lot and you're not gonna see that from ariana grande because she does arguably does not write her own music um yeah, lady like gaga mish-mash. yeah lady gaga does with yeah. a bunch of help from her friends
0: yeah
1: um but she at least tries to do that. And I I appreciate the artistry that I Lady Gaga puts into her music. I just have questions about her.
0: Which is fair. Fair. I think, you know what? I think that's the whole point of our podcast. We just continue to explore, like, where do you separate the art from the artist? Exactly. And something that I really appreciate on this album, she has these um, three symphonic interludes that kind of... Separate each section of the album. Like, there's
1: three acts to that yeah, album. Yeah, there's
0: Chromatica 1, Chromatica 2, and Chromatica 3. And those are fucking beautiful. Those mm-hmm. are symphonic. Like, oh, God. Like, I'm like, this is some soaring goddamn violins <laughs> right here. I'm here for this. Um, and honestly, like, I, Stupid Love was cute. It was fun. It's a jam. It's like kind of like a 90s ripoff jam. And I am here for 80s, 90s ripoff jams, mm-hmm. as you have seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but Alice um sour candy like she she did that with black I think, fuck it's black friday pink friday fuck it's a korean band but that was cool that like she's working with other artists and she's just and that's the only thing too that i want to give her is i feel like in a world where like you've got madonna who doesn't like the younger artists you've got like lady yeah. gaga who's immediately like nah come on ariana grande let's fucking sing a song together which
1: is why she's much better than madonna Mm. Mm.
0: But also, I have tied Chromatica with... um. God, you're just going to roll your eyes at me for days. Glass Animals put out an album uh, called uh, Dreamland. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. I like the- Glass
0: Animals. And this is not Gooey. I get it. Gooey
1: sucks. Gooey is the worst song I have ever heard in my life. It's awful. <laughs> Why are you talking about peanut butter bullshit in a fucking song? Like... It makes, i just i have a real problem with songs that have lyrics that just make absolutely no sense. Oh, well Dreamland it's just doesn't make nonsense sense either. for nonsense's sake. and i hate that shit. and oh. gooey is like the prototype for that kind of bullshit. but on dreamland
0: they have a song about space ghost.
1: They had one song that i actually really liked. um that was off that dumb fucking album with gooey oh god it was that um that really sad song right i don't know it's about some kid that like kind of lives in his mother's basement or something like that oh no that's that
0: other song but i like that song too anyway the point is so like dreamland yeah it was all actually written pretty much primarily by the lead singer whose name is totally escaping me right now i'm so sorry and uh it was a lot done in quarantine, too. And, like, they actually made vi- music videos within quarantine. And, like, the one for Dreamland is really cool because it's all, like, done by these instructional index cards. And it's like, um, what's that thing? Like a Rube Goldberg machine almost where it's like, uh-huh. you can only do it once. Oh, yeah. And if you fuck it up, it's fucked up and you can't do yeah. it again. So, like, that's kind of, I feel like they're at least very creative.
1: I don't doubt their creativity. I just don't like their music <laughs> and that's fair that's so, like here's the thing i get it glass animals is just not for me glass
0: animals ain't for everybody i th- i like dreamland because i feel like it's one of those albums i can pop on and just like fucking relax to it and not have to work yeah it's a perfect beer bath album i can pop that shit on take a hot ass bath and like have a beer and just lay in my bath mm-hmm. And nice really mask on really mask feel relax. those peanut butter vibes. Oh, I put on a peanut butter mask on my face and I'm like, mm, the protein sucks all my oils butter. Out. It's, just, just put, it's just it's just Skippy on your face. Oh god, I love Skippy on my face. It's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a fun album if you're into like i think it's god you know my whole thing this year was just like hipster alternative bullshit hipster
1: bullshit and
0: i'm sorry you're
1: into that eqx bullshit this
0: year was eqx bullshit and i'm kind of sorry but not fully sorry
1: a little bit i can do
0: better next year We can all do better. It's all
1: right. It's quarantine. It's an excuse for everything. You know what? Fuck this. Time doesn't matter. We're just gonna pick up in March of twenty twenty one as if that was twenty twenty. Yep.
0: I can't wait. (laughs) Until then, I am putting on my Snorlax hoodie and just like laying
1: laying around. Laying around. I'm here for it. I got a onesie this year too. And I hated onesies and now I fucking love them. You know
0: what I discovered? Onesies are great, you just gotta find the right
1: onesie. Yeah, mine was accidentally <laughs> delivered to my door and I just said, "This is mine now." Turns out, sometimes you just need a onesie for free. Guys, perfect Christmas present. Turns out onesies. Turns out USPS isn't faulty free and sometimes you get shit that's not yours and sometimes you keep it and sometimes <sighs> it's fucking fantastic and we're here for that's really the message of 2020. It is.
0: Keep that shit from USPS though. <laughs> Especially if it's a cozy but also fancy. support
1: USPS. Give them a Christmas card with a nice gas card in it. Oh, I, I might Give I might. them free gas. Give them a Stewart's gift card. It's fine. Even
0: just like a card with like some Reese's peanut butter
1: cups on it. Yeah. Any-
0: just give them anything that makes anything. like brighten their fucking days. Brighten every fucking day. You know what? What is it? Yeah, that's what we this should do. This will come like, out on,
1: on the 16th. So you got like we need 15 a- more days. Just to make people smile. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Also, this is our last episode of the year, so wish me a happy birthday on the 23rd.
0: (laughs) Happy birthday, Ashley, on the 23rd. A week from the day this comes out. Also, I think, is it still currently Hanukkah? It started, like, I think a little less than a week ago. I'm sorry. If it is still Hanukkah, happy Hanukkah to our Jewish friends, happy Kwanzaa to our Kwanzaa friends, and happy Christmas to our Christmas friends. And also
1: happy Yule to our pagan friends. Hell yes. Like happy birthday me. to Ashley.
0: And happy new year. You know, what? We'll Happy see you winter guys. solstice. We'll see you kids in 2021.
1: It'll be great. We have we already have 2021 planned out for a good chunk of it. Oh my god, the beginning, you're going to shit your pants. You're going to shit, shit your, your pants. pants.
0: <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening to us and being
1: with us through the whole year. Yep. It's and we, been wonderful. And We already did all of our end of the episode bullshit in the beginning of the episode. Yeah. So, So honestly just we'll
0: take a hot second and say thank you guys. Thank you. Honestly uh, this year has been an interesting one but we're really grateful that you guys have stuck by us and yeah. listened to us. So. And
1: 2021 is going to be even more interesting. Probably. So. At
0: this rate like I have unbuckled the seatbelt <laughs> and so, like let's go motherfuckers. We fuck, are on us.
1: this roller coaster with zero safety precautions and it's going to be Fucking fantastic. Yeah. Let's fucking go, guys. We're doing that shit. It's going to be great. You want to know why, guys? Because it's still all right. (laughs) It is. Thank you, Nate. You're welcome. Thank you, Nate Ray. (laughs) Nate Ray. Oh, I love that for him. (laughs) I love this journey for us. I love this journey for him. Yes. We love this journey for all
0: of us, guys. So can't wait to see you guys in the new year. Until then, party on, Ashley. Party on, Maggie. Party on. You crazy kids out there.
1: I love you. You've got to show me love. Talk to me. Talk to me. Oh. But it's still alright.